You bring your phone everywhere. Work, school, the movies. Now you can bring it to an Xfinity store for an easy way to switch to Xfinity Mobile, a new kind of network designed to save you money. You can get up to five lines of talk and text included with Xfinity Internet at no extra cost, so all you pay for is data. It's never been easier to switch to Xfinity Mobile and keep the phone you love. Click here to see how. Sorry, I gotta take this. Restrictions apply. Limited to select mobile phones. Requires activation of a new line of Xfinity Mobile. Up to five devices per account. New Xfinity Internet customers limited to up to two lines pending activation of Internet service. We're started. We're on the air. Yeah! I'm so late. Oh my gosh. Yeah! What's up, Ryan Perez? Oh my god, they're angry this morning. I wonder what they're grateful for. <laughs> What's up, Robert? Yeah, gum, they're pissed. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm so good, man. This is, by the way, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Welcome. <laughs> man, Ryan, I'm doing great. I hope you're doing well, too, my man. I haven't seen you in a while. And by the way, we're being heard right now on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, being seen on YouTube, and of course, Facebook Live. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Soco Cannabis Creations, E360 TV, Color Evolution Cosmetics, and Face Camp Skin Care. Good morning, everybody. What's up, Ivan? And if you're wondering who the heck I'm talking to, I am talking to the Facebook audience. These guys are so pissed. I gotta turn this off. Oh my god. This is angry. <laughs> I'm trying to get creative with the music every day, and sometimes it just gets a little intense. Holy Moses, that was... I don't listen to angry music, because it makes me angry. Yeah. Um, I usually like the happy stuff, but I... <laughs> Take It Off, a cover of Take It Off by Keisha, and uh, yeah, they're pissed. But that band's called I Capture Castle, so if you like it, look them up on YouTube. Um, good morning, everybody. So if you're wondering who the heck I'm talking to, well, I'm talking to all of you, but the people I'm mentioning by name are on Facebook, and you can come find us at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Uh, today's a great day, a wonderful day. I'm, I'm late. I'm sorry. But BeLive software did not want to work, and I couldn't even get in it, so it was terrible. Um, I got those bands yesterday. Thank you most kindly. Very Oh, cool, man. I'm glad you got them finally. Hello, Michelle. Good to see you this morning. Ivan, my man, good to see you. Mr. Perez, great. So I'm waiting on our guest. So today we have an amazing guest, but I want to share something with you guys really quick. And by the way, can you tell me how I sound? I've done something different with my mic, and I want to just try and see how this is. Because I had before so I was stacking it up like this. So tell me how it sounds, if you don't mind. Um, it. I'm ready for one of those mics that go over my head. Ivan, I love your new mic, by the way. It's super sick. It's freaking great. Um, so last night, I went to a dinner with um, Kali. So Matt Shea, it was Eric Swanson put it on. Oh, really? Thanks, dude. That's awesome. This is good. I'm going to keep this right here. You don't have to be close to the microphone. Oh, see? I should have went to broadcasting school, and maybe I would have freaking known that. But I didn't go to broadcasting school. So I've just got this little mic. But I want to like feel like I've got to like grab it like this and talk in the mic, like really, really deep, like this. Anyway, so I'm waiting on Tucker. But last night I went to a really cool event, and um, so Eric Swanson, who is known as Mr. Awesome, an amazing speaker, he's written like five best-selling books. Him, um, Matt Schaefer, my homeboy, you guys know Matt. He, um... oh really? Oh, thanks, Ivan. 
Matt Schaefer was there. Um, and Ross Jeffries, who, if you've ever read the book The Game, that's what it's about. He played um, Tom Cruise's, or Tom Cruise played him in Still Magnolias. An amazing guy. Um, and just other amazing humans. And, I, I, and I'm bad with names, but just really, really great people were there. And last night, I overheard Ross talking to the other hypnotist. And he was talking about gratitude and how there's a missing piece to gratitude. Like when people talk about what they're grateful for. Like, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm looking at the Coronado Bridge. I'm grateful for all of you that are watching right now. Um, I'm grateful for Trisha. I'm grateful for Karen. I'm grateful for Denise. I'm grateful for Robert, Ivan. So I'm grateful, right? I'm saying I'm grateful. But the missing piece to gratitude that I did not even know, and it makes perfect sense, is when other people are having success, you ha- rooting for them and encouraging their success and being happy for them and being almost grateful for their success. Think about that. Mind blown. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Denise. All the way from London. Good to see you guys. But think about that. Spain. We have somebody from Spain here, the lovely Michelle Stevens. We have people from San Diego and Iowa. It's good to see you guys. But, so think about this. So think about when you see someone else being successful, how it makes you feel. Just stop and think about it for a second. Are you always happy? Always. Answer me. I'd love to see your comments here on Facebook. Hi, Bonnie. Good to see you. Uh, even YouTube, like you guys talk to me and you and Spreaker and iHeartland, you can't talk to me. I wish you could, but you can go over to Facebook and talk to us. So anyway, here's the point. I was thinking about that, like how profound that is. Bonnie, I know you're not always happy. Uh, Sadly, you're not. Um, but hold on. We're going to talk about this. What is he doing? Is he? Yeah. Go live. Go live, Tucker. Yes, I'm talking to you. Hold on. Dadgummit. Yes. 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 Click the link, dude. Click the link. Hold on. I'm going to put the link back in there again. Okay. So, I'm back. Bear with me. Sorry, guys. Um, so, here's the deal. But are you grateful? Always. Yes, with everyone's success, I'm proud of each person of their success. Okay, Trish. That's what you say. Ivan says, most people aren't capable of being happy for others. It's a human trait, unfortunately, where some of us find jealousy. It's because we all want to be happy and successful, but many of us are unwilling to do what it takes to accomplish that. Okay. Well, okay. So I'm, I would love to see the rest of your comments on this. But how many people, truly, are you always grateful and excited for people when they're successful? Because that is the missing part. That's the yang, if you will. I'm making that up, but it makes sense. It's the yang to the ying of being grateful. But the yang is... I'm so happy for your success. Like, I'm happy for Tucker, who's about to come on and blow your freaking mind. Like, Tucker Tucker brings it, by the way. So if you guys don't share the video, you suck. And I'm not grateful for it. Just kidding. I'm, I'm very grateful for you. But you guys want to share the video because Tucker is going to freaking blow your mind. Seriously. So, but being excited for other people's success. And I got to tell you something. There's times when I see other people like get where I want to be before me. And I'm like, Oh God, I know I can do a better job than them. Like, seriously, like, I know that I really say that. And I'm like, Oh, damn it. But then it's like, well, yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. All right. Well, I'm happy for him. But I mean, to freaking be in that mindset. So to make gratitude really like unlock and unleash its power. And great gratitude is a very powerful thing. But to unleash that, you have to be happy for other people's success and root for them and cheer for them and go like, go you, go on with your bad self. That's what you got to do. And that's amazing because it is, it's fun to celebrate people's success, right? And sometimes, yeah, you're like, you know what? Guess what? You're going to get your turn. Like everything happens in line for a reason. So when you see people around you that are successful, don't be envious of them. Be almost grateful for that success for them. Be happy for them. And and evidently, and I don't know this because I just started practicing it today, like fully practicing it, evidently that unlocks the power of gratitude unlike anything you've ever seen. All right, guys, here's the deal. Freaking Tucker Bearden, the most amazing human I've met. Honest to God, amazing human. 
I'm not going to, I didn't put his bio up because he didn't give me one. But also, I probably wouldn't have shared it anyway because I want him to blow your freaking mind. So, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, and the legend, Tucker Bearden. He looks like he's, I don't, he, I don't know if he's, he's a mix right now of going hunting or going skating. I can't tell. Ladies and gentlemen, Tucker Bearden. What's up, dude? Another much, brother. How are you doing on this beautiful morning? Dude, you look kind of scary right now. Uh, man. Now you look all happy. <laughs> How you doing, brother? You good? I've always been wonderful. You know, if I was any better, I would think something was wrong. <laughs> all right, Tucker. What are you grateful for today, my man? My friend, I'm grateful that there was a person in the mirror this morning. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful that I get to sit here next to this beautiful water Ooh. and watch Proppy come up and, and eat their morning breakfast as I just got through enjoying mine. What'd you I have for breakfast? I to wake up. What did I have for breakfast? I had two fruit smoothies, two smooth fruit smoothies, and two apples, a banana, and two of those tiny little oranges. Oh, like the cuties? Yes. Oh my gosh. Ask Karen. I eat like I I eat like six of them in bed, like right before I fall asleep. What you eat becomes you, and you want you want anything that is going to become a human being to be at the quality that you wish that you were at. So wait a second. You're saying if I eat a cutie, then I'm going to be a cutie? No. Oh. Cutie will become a human. Think about it. Think about it, 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 when you think about the time that it takes for food to digest into your body, uh, that cutie being that it's fruit digests and moves through your system in uh, approximately three to four hours. And if you actually stop and that's uh, and pick and think about what's happening, that in itself is something to be grateful for. And that is that how complex this machine we call a human body is. It took millions and millions of years for Mother Nature to turn dirt into humans, but yet we turn a orange or an apple into a human within a matter of hours. And if that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. I, I, I need some SoCo cannabis uh, right now, and so we can just go off into Never Never Land. Uh, good morning, Dr. Garcia and Veronica. Great to see you guys. Good morning, Bonnie. We are with the man Tucker Bearden. Okay, so here's the thing. Tucker, I know your story. I've felt your story. I've seen you on stage just own a room. Own a room. Best speaker of the freaking weekend by far. Um, anyway, all of that said, there is an audience out there that do not know who Tucker Bearden is. So really, really quick, please share with us the Tucker Bearden experience. Yes, sir. My name is Tucker Bearden, and I am a practitioner of change. I was diagnosed with a neurological abnormality that hinders one's natural abilities to understand social cues as well as emotional responses known as Asperger's. Um, throughout my life, I, I was, making friends was a daunting task. It's understanding the way the world works when it comes to interaction with others is would to me growing up would be like me taking someone who speaks English and no other language, dropping them in China with no guide and no translator and telling them learn the language. Well, that's what it was like learning to socialize. I come from a place called Rising Star. It's about, it's exactly 52 miles from the closest town and really hard to find on Google Maps. Uh, I was raised I was raised through the code of chivalry. I was raised to respect others and, and know that every man and woman on this planet is your family. We share this earth together. We, we are on this rock together, so therefore we have to look out for each other. And going through my life, I was, I was hospitalized many times for, due to panic attacks that were brought on simply by being around too many people at one time. I couldn't go shopping in Walmart or take a stroll through the mall without ending up in the emergency room. Uh, due to this, making, getting, a, getting, staying employed 
was nearly impossible. I had to, I, I, I worked in a grocery store at one point and actually had a panic attack. And after being fired from that job, which was many, many, many down the road, I actually attempted suicide on multiple occasions because I didn't see, I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. All I was witnessing was the darkness, but, uh, but through my darkness, I realized that without that, the light would hold no value. And uh, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I went through what I have and that I am the man that I am today. Uh, and you know, what allowed me to break through everything and come to understand that I create my situation was when I, I began working with thoroughbred racehorses and suddenly everything began to change. For the first time in my life, I had a connection to something. Mm. I could feel what they feel. I can put my hands on a horse and feel their emotion. I can feel their pain, but yet I can't do this with a person. I've never been able, I've, I've been single for over six years because of the, that part, the part of my mind that sees value in the connection to others on an emotional level does not work. It, uh, the, my brain does not function in that matter, but that's okay. I've learned to embrace it. I was not put here to make a single person or a single woman happy. I was put on this earth and I was given a purpose to bring value to every human being that walks the face of this earth because like I said, we're all one family and where I come from, you look out for your own. So that's a small story as to who I am, like where I'm from and why I'm here. <laughs> I, dude, and, and that's, and, and folks, I'm sorry, but that's like not even the whole story. Like it's not even close. No. Um, but we don't look, it's, 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 it's at this point, he's, he's moving past it. I, I noticed, so my first time, my experience, first experience with you in person was in Las Vegas and getting on that airplane and flying <laughs> to Vegas. That was, that was a journey and a challenge for you. But then being on the sunset, I mean, not sunset strip, because I'm thinking of LA, sorry. But being on the Las Vegas Strip with all those lights, all that noise, all that chaos, tell us what that was like for you in your very first experience with Vegas. The best way that I can describe how it felt being there was that I'm experiencing something new. So obviously there's a form of, of, of excitement. That, that comes with that, and I'm, I was so grateful and just so overwhelmed, um, but that also has its downside, and that is, is that I have a tendency to have what's known as, um, it, I'm sorry, it's, it's getting very cold, um, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> sensory overload, and what that is is like certain textures, certain smells, certain sounds, will cause my mind, the, the synapses in my brain to begin firing at, at rates that are nearly incomprehensible. We actually had this measured at one point and I, the, the neurons, uh, I mean the synapses in my brain were firing at 10.8 times the speed that my body is even capable of comprehending. And what happened in Vegas was that I had a, a sensory overload. We were sitting there uh, enjoying, uh, I was drinking orange juice, and I believe uh, I was drinking a screwdriver is what it was, because I, I was trying to calm my nerves down. I'm not a big fan of alcohol, but hey, might as well. You were in yeah, Vegas. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, we're sitting there enjoying it, and I'm having this great conversation with you, Joshua. I mean, it was I, 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 I'm a such a huge fan. I'm so, I was so excited to get to finally meet you in person, and we're having such a powerful conversation. So um, I'm, be, I'm building up this, this, this feeling inside, and then suddenly the volcano on the other side of the road exploded. Oh. And if y'all don't know, there's a volcano in Vegas in front of the Mirage Hotel. <laughs> 
It is, it's man-made, but my God, is it powerful. <laughs> it explodes with such, it, it, it's, I hate to sound cheesy, but it was, the, it felt like the heat of the sun itself. <laughs> oh my God. Road. And um, as that happened, there was a heating lamp that was above us, and it was making a buzzing noise. So my attention was snatched to one thing, while hearing another and there was a DJ across the road that was playing some kind of music and I could hear I could hear the ice in the glass that the man sitting behind us was swooshing around and this combination of sounds all at once. Oh my god. Uh, I would say it was equivalent to uh, a face-to-face experience with the Reaper himself. It's imagine, imagine you're walking through a, a, oh a valley, for instance, and on each side of the valley there are beautiful mountains. Ahead of you is the most beautiful view you've ever experienced in your life, and you know that you only get one chance to experience this moment that the universe took billions of years to prepare for you and then all of a sudden a storm that only you can see comes over the valley. A dark haze comes over you and suddenly you lose control of your body and and impossible fear overwhelms you Anxiety comes over you and your chest begins to compress like there's two trains trying to see who's stronger and they're using you as the centerpiece. Golly. And uh, you begin to collapse on yourself. Almost, Almost as if you fall into a void and in that void on the way down there's there's thousands of people on every side laughing and and taunting you as you fall and you fall faster and faster and faster into just darkness and most of the time you wake up with needles in your arms and your loved ones standing around you in a panic or in a grocery store with people standing around you and and those the same voices and and hands that come to soothe and help are the exact same wow things and that drag you farther and farther and farther from your comfort zone within the moment the it's their their hands come out to help and it's like the reaper's cold hands come to touch your shoulder and no matter what you you can't you can't physically tell them in the moment that what they're doing is making it worse and it's overwhelming because your body will not allow you. Like a person experiencing surgery while being awake, but yet the doctor thinks that he's asleep. What the? Oh my and God. When I was in Vegas and we sat there and we had that conversation, I went from walking through that valley that was so beautiful into stepping into the valley of darkness and once again coming face to face with the demons that taunted me and kept, and, and allowed me to become who I am and, and challenged me on every single, everyday basis. But I don't have a problem with facing demons. I don't have a problem with coming face to face with evil because I know that I wield weapons that are forged in understanding. I wear armor that is forged in the blessings and knowledge and uh, and motivation that has come from all my peers and 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 all the the teachers and masters that I've met on my path. You know, every person's a book worth reading, and every book has some form of value. But it's up to you to find the right chapter. And that's what I was doing every step in my life is simply an observation of another page in someone's book. 
Holy God. Every person drops jewels of value that are picked from trees made of blessings. Wow. And it's up to you to pick those jewels up. And once you have those jewels, it's up to you to forge them into what the world is supposed to see. Because I can take a, a chunk of coal and show it to you, and you may not perceive it as any value, but yet I take that same chunk of coal and put it under immense pressure for extended periods of time, and suddenly there is a diamond. And then I take that diamond, which is rough and ugly but yet strong, and I cut it over and over and over and over again, and suddenly there is something that is perceived as value from one side of the world to the other. And that is what happened in Vegas, is just as the wind and the water cuts through the land and creates what you see before you, I was walking through the valley in Vegas, and my jewel was being carved, my diamond was being cut, and I was being prepared for where I am today. It is simply another step in this world. Wow. No more, no less, my friend. Unbelievable. <laughs> Hold on. Really quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of these comments here. And so everybody listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker Live, you can come join us at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude and join in on the conversation. Nick says he can relate to this. Aaron Garcia says, we have experienced the dark. Uh, Bonnie wants to know, facing demons. Uh, Denise says, once you have faced them nothing can touch you wow so powerful thank you for such a good description that says julie um veronica says that's a good way of explaining everything she goes through in the, the the energy in vegas is too much wow thank you guys for sharing this video too karen says hello um michelle wow it be just saying wow uh ivan says every everyone has a unique store Story, I think he means. Everyone has a unique story, and it's imperative to share it to the world. You never know how it may impact others and even change their lives. Unbelievable. Nick, good morning. Good to see you. Wow. Uh, dude, dude, it just, yeah, the, the, this is obviously resonating with people, and it, it's absolutely terrific. Even though I don't know any of us that, um, we don't know, we don't, any of us, I don't know of any of us that have Asperger's that's watching right now. Um, but I witnessing it was so amazing and it, and I, we, I related to you a lot more than I, I thought, but I, I watched, you know, you deal with your surroundings and inter interact with people. Like we have a lot of the same quirks and I'm like, do I have Asperger's? <laughs> like, I, I didn't know. I don't, I don't, but I have some tendencies. And so, and some of those things that we ha share in common that w others would perceive as different. Or, or, or strange or awkward, um, I related to you and that's one of the ways that I bonded with you and just really, really um, like just loved you as a friend and, and just thought, wow, I, this guy is incredible. Then I watched you on stage. That was freaking terrific and I cannot wait to see where you go from this. But there's something that stuck out to me the most about you. And it, it, it is when we were by the water fountain um, and the, we were doing that day that we were all taking pictures and stuff like that. I heard you speak of gratitude in ways that I have never heard it described. Um, and I don't remember the exact story, but I was just speechless and just like, this is so powerful. And gratitude I like you, you, you're taking gratitude to an appreciation of talking about just having a belt around your clothes. Like it, it, it and, and it was about the air that you breathe and it was such a genuine thing. Tell me, tell me, where did you learn to have such a grateful, just being and a grateful heart? Because yours is unlike anything I've been around. Oh, my friend, my friend. We speak of gratitude as if it is some outward force, some outside force that we have to come to understand and live within. Gratitude is a natural feeling. Gratitude 
is what humans naturally live within. It is the outside forces beyond gratitude that we pay focus, we give focus to and pay attention to that allow us to take ourselves out of what we naturally are already within. So I didn't step into something new or find something new. I simply opened up my mind to the reality of life. And that is that if you be the blessing for others, you will live within blessings. You will receive in this world an exact proportion to that of which you give, and that is a lesson and a law that will stand the test of time. You know, I found the I found gratitude under a bridge one day. I lived I lived under a bridge. I was homeless. I I was lost in, in my life. I had been facing addiction to synthetic marijuana. Um, for a while, and I was using synthetic marijuana to escape the reality uh, of which I did not understand. Because we don't, we don't drink or do anything outside what our body naturally does for any other reason than to escape the reality that we no longer want to perceive as so. Hmm. So I, under that bridge, I. I I sat there and I built, I built my home out of rocks and clay. It was more of an adobe style. Um, and I remember laying under there and being, and, and, being and, and thinking, wow, why live in a $100,000 house when you can live under a $10 million bridge? <laughs> It's all about how you perceive. Your perception is what carves your path. God. The way you perceive the world is, is in direct influence to that of how the world is affected around you. And you know, under, coming to understand that was one of the, if not the uh, main keys to living within joy. Because people say you, you search for happiness or the search for happiness. There is no search for happiness. Happiness is something that people chase. If I make you the king of this planet or, the, or God over all creation, tomorrow, once you are settled in, you will begin looking for what's next. Because <laughs> God, that's so true. Happiness does not come from the destination. It comes from the journey. But joy, joy lives within the spirit. And joy is something that can be experienced every day in every moment. Happiness can only be experienced within a single moment. And sitting under that bridge, washing my face in the creek each morning, scrounging for food in dumpsters. I was, I began a journey that took me to places I, I never, I never would have fathomed. A country boy from the sticks of Arkansas that started with nothing is suddenly in a multi-ton tube made of steel flying through the air, thousands of feet in the sky, and I'm in such awe witnessing this through the eyes of a blind man that was just given sight, and suddenly I hear people behind me complaining that there's too much ice in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like to chew on the ice. The more ice, the better. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> but Imagine that if you were to step back in time, even even 500 years, and I came to you in the mind of a man who has saw the world through the eyes of someone 500 years ago, and I came to you and said, I'm going to put 300 people on a chunk of steel, and I'm going to send them 30,000 feet into the air above the clouds. They're going to fly at hundreds of miles an hour, and I'm going to safely bring them back to the ground. You would call me a madman and probably have me lynched. 
But yet, you, if, if you were to die another 500 years back, you would be perceived as a great God. You would be perceived as something, if, if, if people a thousand years ago saw you, they would, they would make paintings and drawings of how a God came from the skies and the sky people came and traveled. But yet today, we can see what is, leaves us in such awe and yet complain about something as simple as a cube of ice. And the only reason that this is possible is because the person... In the, that is there is not living with living within and fully experiencing the moment which allows them to live within gratitude. See, when you live within gratitude, when everything that happens through you, because things do not happen to you, hmm. once you become once you come to understand that life will begin to take routes you never would have imagined. Once you understand that life happens through you, you, ha you understand that every moment, no matter how dark, no matter how you, you might be struggling to pay your bills, you don't know how you're going to put food on the table, you don't know how you're going to get through the day. Once you come to understand and live within gratitude, you, you, you come to do that simply because your perception changes. Once you begin to change the way you see the things around you, the things around you will begin to change. And the perception is what guides this. Now, you hear people say this all the time, but how many can explain why it happens is very slim. Well, I come from the sticks of Arkansas, but I am a I uh, I do love physics. I do study the string theory as as well as many other things. And one thing that I found when studying quantum physics is that when you observe a particle on a quantum scale, the observation of that particle causes it to change its physical makeup, whether it be negatively or positively charged and in doing so changes the route in which it takes. And when you negatively or positively charge a particle, it creates a chain effect and affects other particles on its path until the momentum, the, the motion in itself causes it to purify, just as a stream flows through <coughs> the woods. When that stream goes through the woods, everything it touches flourishes. And the water is in constant motion. Everything around it thrives. It brings life to the world around it. But if I were to continually, over a period of time, dump poison into that stream over and over again, eventually everything around that stream will die. Well, when you negatively charge these particles due to foul observations and a foul perception of the world that you are experiencing around you, you taint that energy and you actually release dopamine in the brain which is a poison that shuts down your immune system causes your fingernails to stop growing anything that's not needed for survival is completely shut off and it shortens your life wait hold on whoa whoa whoa, whoa. dopamine does that no i'm sorry cortisol cortisol i'm sorry i was i was I was, I, was going, I was getting ahead of myself. I was going to say cortisol is what re is is a is a poisonous release of brain. Dopamine, when you are living within gratitude, when you're fully experiencing the moment, your body doesn't need an outside source to feel a high. If your your dopamine will be released in the brain, which kicks up your immune system, uh, fight and and uh, gives you a euphoric sensation. And if you practice meditation every day, the feeling that you get when dopamine is released is is more powerful than any drug you could possibly imagine. Wow. So, so there, I mean, there's many different routes that allowed me to to come to understand that gratitude is not a destination. Just as joy and happiness are not a destination, gratitude is a way of living. It is understanding that within this moment, every single thing, whether good or bad, uh, happy, sad, uh, evil, or loving, is designed to make you stronger, to allow you to go further. I mean, if, if your entire life was nothing but daisies and roses and there was never a challenge 
how could you possibly face your demons today and expect to win? Hmm. So true, man. Wow. Sorry, I have a tendency to ramble. Yeah, I, I would not. Hold on. I'm going to read these comments. Everybody listening right now on Spreaker and iHeartRadio uh, watching. There's actually people I can see them watching on YouTube. Welcome. Um, you can join in the comments, ask Tucker questions. We're also on Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude page on Facebook. Uh, seriously, Kingdom Key says Kelly. Woohoo, Tucker. A lot of wisdom. Exactly, Nick Harris says. People are making fun of my face. Um <laughs> My facial expressions, I think. Uh, stress hormone. Cortisol, Nick is talking about. Veronica, so awesome. What's up, John? Good to see you. Um, people are just freaking. You're awesome, Tucker Bearden, says Nick. Uh, holy freaking Moses. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of comments here. People are absolutely digging this. Um, challenges help you grow, says Veronica. And wow, says Dr. Garcia. Dude. So, just so you know, the, 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 what we were, the discussion that we were talking about in gratitude is that Tucker, every year for Christmas, gets the same present. A can of beans and a machete. And he gave the most detailed explanation as to why he was grateful for that. And you know what? When I heard he said he got a can of beans, I'm like, you can like go buy some Bush's beans for ninety nine cents at Ralph's. I mean, like, like I'll I'll go buy. It. Like that's my my thought it was like, why would the hell would you get that for Christmas? And then I was like, a machete. Well, okay, I can see a machete making sense. But every year he gets the same thing, and that's all he gets. And to see the joy on his face when he was talking about this, it was like you said, here's a Lamborghini and four bikini models and and in a million bucks. Honest to God. But that was what he was saying. So when I told you about his attitude on gra gratitude, that's what it was. It was that, that story talking about how freaking grateful he was for a can of beans and a machete. And I know that's more than a lot of people have, but he gave this amazing explanation. So that's where that came from. Um, Tucker, are you a pleadian? Is that what is that? Pleadian? Did I say that right? A pleading? I'm sorry, would you mind defining the, the term? I don't know. I guess I can Google it really quick. What's a pleading? Hold on. I'll ask Google right now. What is a pleading? No, I spelled it wrong. Pleading, relating to or denoting the neoclassical style of Andrea Palladio, in particular no. with reference to the phase of English architecture That's from not it. 1715, when there was a revival of interest in Palladio and his English That's not it. Jones, and a reaction against the Baroque. That's not it. Hold on. It's Pleadian Starseed. Okay, here we go. They're, elvic, they're elves, Nordic aliens, or players... They're humanoid aliens that come from stellar systems surrounded by the Pleiadian stars. They're really, really concerned about Earth and our future. That's a Pleiadian. Did I lose Tucker? I lost Tucker. He froze on the screen, and that's really scary. Hold on. Let me kick him out real quick and see if he comes back. Holy freaking crap. A Pleiadian? What's that all about? Come back, Tucker. Are you back? Where'd you go, dude? We lose him? He... Ah, face still frozen. Dadgummit, Tucker. Why'd your computer... His phone died. I don't know what happened. He froze on the screen. Okay, he can come back in. Are you... Did you... So, when somebody asks you what you're grateful for, remember what he just said. Holy jeez. You've been told you're a pleading. I is this real, Veronica? Are you screwing with me right now? I'm starting to believe in aliens. I, I really am. I'm starting to like. So this pleading, if I am I saying it right? This is so. There he is. It, it, I, we're gonna find out if Tucker's an alien uh, or a Nordic elf. Hey, I'm he, he dresses like a Nordic elf. He looks like a Nordic elf right now. Okay, you have a friend that is Pleiadian. Wait, hold on. This is a real thing. I have a friend that is Pleiadian. 
I haven't spoken with her in a couple years. Wonderful woman. So it's well, everyone. Well, everyone's well, excited. Well, you're 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 a Nordic elf, or you're an alien, and you were very concerned I about humanity. Mean, She's not messing around. I'm what's, uh, I'm what's known as a mystic. Um, that mystics are not trained. We're born, and I and I don't I don't tell people that I'm a mystic because when you say it. They don't know what it means, and it sounds like you're talking about something out of the Wizard of Oz. But a mystic is someone who was born with the natural urge to perceive beyond our reality and, and to, to understand things that are beyond knowing. Wow. And, and if I honestly, I don't believe that I am or am not above i don't believe i'm above or or better than any person on on this planet uh, i simply am living awake and many people go their entire lives asleep once you begin to live in a world where your eyes are open you you have no need to live within anything but gratitude and joy I mean, look around you. Look at what we're doing right now. Attempt to wrap your mind around the fact that you are hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from me, and yet we are sitting here having a conversation face-to-face, -face, and I didn't send a horse to take you a letter. Hey, hold on. I know. That's amazing. When did you know that you, when did you come to realize that you were a mystic, Tucker? Thanks. Good question, Christina. I, I was told it in a dream when I was younger because when I dream, I dream lucidly. Um, uh, by the way, if I lose connection, I will jump back on immediately. Uh, but uh, I, when, I, when I dream, I dream lucid, which means that I'm fully aware that I'm dreaming and I have full control over what happens. When I, so when I was younger, I used to have this reoccurring dream where I'm walking through the forest and I come into a clearing, and in the clearing, everything is so peaceful. The grass is, um... Matt, we lost him. Okay. So, all right. So you, now Michelle says that she's been told that she's a star seed. I, at this point, I wouldn't d doubt it. Some people call me an earth angel, and I still don't even know what it means. Mary calls me an earth angel, and I think Michelle has too. I don't know what it means. I'm just like, I tried to fly out my window the other day and it, it did not happen. Um, I say, yeah, I don't know. And I'm not making fun because I don't understand it. But I, there's a lot about this world and the planet that I don't understand that I'm trying to figure out that I'm starting to realize that there's a lot more going on than I thought. And I'm a conspiracy dork. I'm not a dork. I, did, I, I thought that I was woke, but now talk, talking to Tucker, I don't think I'm very woke at all. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. Freaking aliens, aliens, I, star seeds. What the heck? Like you guys got to fill me in what all this stuff means. Like I have no idea. Oh, man, I'm just Earth Angel. I'm one, hun. I can explain it sometime. Would you please? I'd love to know what it means. Yeah, Karen definitely has dreams that come true, and they're freaky, especially with people dying. She's predicted two deaths. Since we've lived in San Diego. Her dreams. Just, I don't even know. Okay, so... Yeah, I'm woke, but evidently not woke enough. Because we have star seeds and mystics and... Yeah, I just... I don't... I, look, at this point, I don't, I don't doubt anything. I don't. I just don't doubt anything. I do definitely believe that... We have, um, I think, I really do believe this, that the, whoever the rulers of the lands were and are, they definitely want us divided. There's no doubt about it. Religion divides us. Um, you know, they try to divide us by our differences with race. Um, they, they're always trying to separate us and categorize us and label us. And it's not, that's not who we are. We weren't meant to be labeled. We weren't meant to be, we weren't meant to be separated and divided because and that they want that because we can't work together. And if our negative energy and we're, you know, working away from each other and against each other, 
then we can't collaborate to make magic happen. And that's what they don't want. That's what I believe. And I believe all of that to be true. So this stuff could be have been kept from us. If this is real, I don't know. But it, it, may, it does, the possibility is out there that this is very real. And this is information that has been kept from us because... They don't want us to know because it enlightens us. It makes us wise. That's why, like, I'm, I tell you, like, yes, I have my faith and I'm a follower of Christ. But I'm accepting and loving of people of all religions, all cultures, all everything. Because, baby, we are just one. Like, we, we're on this planet to work together. To be one. We are all God's children. We were all created the same. We weren't created equal unfortunately but that's something i mean i think god intended it that way but man screwed that up a long time ago anyway getting my alien today you guys are all like aliens 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 alien everything's aliens today um okay well listen i'm done i gotta work i get to work i get to work um i don't know so tomorrow i'm gonna do a show um friday i may not because i go back to the ascension leadership academy for breakthrough it's four days i'm ready i'm freaking ready so anyway i love you guys you're amazing um if you've not talked to somebody in a while just you know pick up the phone call go hey i love you i'm grateful for you i really appreciate you make amends with somebody if you're holding a resentment towards somebody tell them you're sorry make it right it's so healing it's powerful anyway love you guys Take care. Thanks for your support. Thanks for your shares. If you haven't shared the video, pretty um, Veronica says it's real. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate you. Have a great day. You guys love you. Um, share the video if you haven't already, please. Um, Tucker's amazing. I wow, mind blown. Please share. Okay, love you guys. Thank you. Goodbye. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from The Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.